0: Hello and welcome to the Cycle Breaker Parents Unite podcast. The podcast for gentle, conscious parents who want to break family and societal cycles and parent in a way that raises themselves and their children up to be who they truly were meant to be and to know that they are loved because of it. You will hear a mixture of just me and interviews with speakers that will support you with your healing and your skills so that you can be the parent that you always wanted to be. Hello and welcome to episode two. Today is about radical compassion, which is an actual term. <laughs> it's, it's a term used in conscious parenting and used in many other areas for self-development. Radical compassion is about not holding grudges and not beating ourselves up when we're not perfect. Because, of course, we can't be perfect. No human being is. Today in this podcast, I'm going to talk about how we treat our friends and our loved ones versus how we treat ourselves. Uh, We're going to talk about why not beating ourselves up is beneficial to our children just as much as it is for us. And finally, the simple truth. You deserve to feel good. You do. (laughs) You deserve happiness and you deserve kindness. So, To start with, how we treat our friends and our loved ones versus how we treat ourselves. I find this really interesting. I find it interesting as a parent, myself, to three children, uh, currently under age seven, and also through all of the people that I work with and my, you know, my mum and dad friends, we as, I don't know, as a species (laughs) seem to be really down on ourselves We focus on the negatives and often when things don't go as well as we wanted, thinking of an interaction with our child or say our child has a meltdown and we feel disempowered and we don't know how to deal with it or we impose a boundary such as, I'm sorry, I can't let you do, I can't let you hit somebody. I can't let you draw the wall. Uh, I can't let you break things at the park. When When we impose a boundary, for our child's own good, for our own good and for other people's own good and our child pushes against it and they show us some well really big feelings because big feelings are that's part of growing up, isn't it? And when we have a, a not great interaction with our children, we can go into a shame spiral and really start speaking to ourselves in in quite an unproductive way. And actually we could be quite unkind to ourselves. Now, in some cases this is I, I know um some people who argue that it's natural. It's evolutionarily evolutionarily a natural thing to do for us to to go and to assess and constantly be trying to be better because if you think, you know, throwback to survival days, it the the people who just decided, Oh yeah, I'm gonna go for it they were the people who fell off a cliff. They were the ones who got eaten. (laughs) And the people who took a step back and analysed and constantly analysed were the people who, by and large, survived. And they, of course, passed their genes on. And here we are. So there is an element of that. But I think there's also an element of socialisation, that we are socialised to be really harsh to ourselves as parents in fact in any walk of life in any part of life to say I just did something and I'm really proud of it you will get a mixed response to that some people will say yeah well Danielle, I'm really proud of you you know the people who are in your team and your tribe and other people will will respond from a completely different position as if uh, you're being prideful, as if you're being rude, as if how dare you tell everybody how well you did things. And I think this comes down to as well that in a monologue that we have, where when we do something good, when we do something well, when we do something we're proud of, we dismiss it and continue and seek to be better and better and better. And when we do something we're not proud of, or something goes wrong, or we have an interaction with our child, which doesn't go as well as we wanted to, or we didn't feel that we had control over the situation. I don't mean control over the child. I mean control as as in we didn't feel that we were skilled up enough to deal with it even if sometimes it's been successful but we feel a bit like we blagged it a bit like we made it up as we went along i would just like to add that that is perfectly acceptable <laughs> but we do tend to then beat ourselves up afterwards and quite often ruminate ruminate is when you go over and over and over something past the point of it being helpful when we we keep we keep revisiting and something that I would just like to invite you to think about, because with so many things that I talk about on these podcasts and on my website and in my work, we we often find that just being aware is actually quite a big step in itself to to noticing it, catching it, and then we can start make changes. And sometimes catching that we're in a pattern is enough to break it, to say, oh being really rude to myself, I don't think I would have said that to another person. and that's enough for us to stop. it's uh, it's called a pattern interrupter. So how do you treat yourself versus how you treat your friends? I really love doing this exercise and and uh, I invite you to sit and imagine that, you're sitting with a friend. Oh, how wonderful would that be if we could have a friend over for a cup of tea. But imagine that you have a friend, say you're in a cafe, and your your friend, a male or female parent, says, Oh, I've just had a really rough morning with my kid. Or oh, you know, we went out to the supermarket today um, my child had a massive meltdown and people were all looking and I was really embarrassed and I didn't know what to deal with it. So I just left the I just left the basket and we just went home. Um, I can hand on heart say that I have done that and also that I know a lot of other people who have done that too and now when you're sitting with a friend we tend to say things like oh man that sounds rough are you okay do you want a drink do you want to go for a sleep or something and I'll look after your kids if you like we offer support we offer help we try and meet a need we offer commiserations if it's not been great. And we also tell our friends, do you know, mate, we've all been there. We have all been there. I quite often, I tell this story to everybody that uh, I once was in was in Waitrose of all places, even the, the nicest of supermarkets. And uh, my, oh, he was two years old. I had a two-year-old and I was I think about eight months pregnant (laughs) and I was very tired because we also had a three-year-old at home and um and my two-year-old had a complete you know lying on the floor you know as if it's a cartoon meltdown and and I you know I knew why and I understood it and it was also really embarrassing and um another woman who had I think a five or six-year-old with her she actually gave me the Katniss Everdeen salute as she walked past. (laughs) And she said, I've been there, it's okay, it'll all be okay. And I think she said as she left, this too shall pass over her shoulder. And it made me laugh, and it was really helpful. And it, it, it actually broke my pattern, because I, in my head, was going in that shame spiral of, oh, everybody's looking, oh, this is a really nice place. Oh, no, this is really embarrassing. And I I was so big then I couldn't pick him up and my, you know, I had a sore back and things and, and I didn't know what to do with the situation and to have a complete stranger just you know bustle past me and say you know this two shall pass this is just part of it it really made a big difference and really I just want you to to think about it and the next time you're in that situation imagine imagine me doing the Katniss Everdeen salute to you this two shall pass and it is it is normal. It's normal that when we when we set boundaries, you know, I won't let you do this. I can't let you hurt somebody that our child will respond in a way that, you know, they don't like it. Nobody likes boundaries put in, being put on them and they they might not understand depending on their age. And that is OK. That is okay for you to support them through their big feelings. It's okay if they make noises. It's okay if they're loud and other people look. And that's what you would tell your friends or your sister or your brother or your, you know, any loved ones. You would be compassionate. So I invite you next time it happens, because, you know, it will, (laughs) I invite you to practice radical compassion with yourself and think, okay, what would I say to myself if I was my best friend? Did you know I have a free mini course? It's called The Seven Day Connection Builder and it gives you all kinds of tips and ideas and guidance on how to build a closer relationship with your children. The link to sign up for free is in the show notes. So you just click through and it will take you to the free mini video course. I hope you enjoy. Guess what? You get to be your best friend. it's a really wonderful feeling and it does go the other way where when you do something I say something good something that you feel was good when you have an interaction with your child and and it goes seamlessly you know these like wonder hours where everything seems to go really well pat yourself on the back tell yourself yeah I did really well there really proud of myself and you deserve to be proud of yourself When you have done something really well, particularly if it's something that maybe you've been working on improving a particular time, like getting out of the house is tricky. And of course, transition points are tricky for everybody. And if you've been working on it and trying something new and it has a really beneficial effect, reflect on it in a quiet moment and just say to yourself, yeah, you know, I saw that problem. It's been an issue for a while. I made some changes. And yeah, that was really good today. Because you deserve it, and it is exactly what you would say to a friend. Uh, point two that I wanted to say today is about not beating ourselves up, because when we beat ourselves up, when we say these unkind things to ourselves, when we allow the internal monologue to spiral through shame and blame and recriminations, we we feel bad. I know that sounds very simplistic, but we feel bad and it's not quite as simple as saying we make ourselves feel bad because we don't always have, in fact, very often we don't have control over our thoughts. They just pop up and we have a choice of what we do with them once they've popped up and we can say, okay, this is a, this is a negative thought. Is this how I would speak to a friend? No. Okay, I'm going to stop it. And I'm going to change it. And I am going to make the conscious decision to practice radical compassion and speak to myself as if it was my best friend. Now, if we imagine in that scenario, we have, you know, the two options, say something's not gone particularly well and you're feeling frustrated or annoyed with yourself because you missed an opportunity of something that you wanted to to try out because this is a parenting practice. We are experimenting every day <laughs> this is part of the fun it gets to be fun it gets to be an experiment it gets to be oh i tried that didn't work okay i won't try it tomorrow Meh. and then we speak to ourselves as our best friend you know you tried it and now you know <laughs> move on and yeah when we when we are going down this option we have our two avenues of continuing the thoughts of going in the negative pathway when we sense oh being mean to myself, or changing that narrative and saying, "Okay, ding ding, I hear it. I'm going to practice radical compassion," and then saying something different to ourselves, as if we were our best friend. When we go down the path of of beating ourselves up, of recriminations, oh, and then you did that last week. Oh, and everybody was looking. Oh, and you're a failure. Oh, and you're repeating this pattern. Blah blah blah. Our energy goes down. We feel bad and we feel sad and sometimes frustrated and angry. And it's very hard to shake ourselves out of that situation. Of course, there are techniques. And I think maybe I'll do another podcast on one of those, like how to how to get ourselves out of a funk in a daytime. It's a very good podcast. Um, Yeah. So when we go down that path, the next interaction we have with our children is from that place, it's from a place of hurt, it's from a place of lack, it's from a place of sadness, maybe even anger, not at our children, but at ourselves. And that interaction is not going to be as positive, or should I say it's not very likely it will be as positive and we're not gonna show up with this big smile and these hormones of happiness because we are full of, of stress hormones and disappointment But if we catch it and we say, oh, okay, would I speak to my friend like that? No. I'm going to practice radical compassion. I'm going to try a different path. And I'm going to say to myself, even though it might feel strange at first, because changing patterns does feel strange, stopping yourself and going down a different path, it is, it's a bit weird. And you get to practice it anyway. You get to say, okay, this is weird. I'm going to be nice to myself. What would I say to You can even have a name for the person, like your best friend. What would I say to this person? I would say this. So I will say to myself, you know, you tried your best. Your children know that you love them. It's just one interaction. You never need to go back to that shop again. Or they've seen it all before because children have had meltdowns throughout the entirety of history. It was just my kids' turn today at this park. Tomorrow it will be somebody else. (laughs) And I will support them. Now, when you are in that place of, okay, I'm going to be philosophical about it. I'm going to learn. I'm going to grow. I love my kids. The next time your child comes to you and says, mommy, daddy, can you do blah, blah, blah with me? You are going to already be in a good place. Your next interaction is going to be happier. It's going to be more smiley and it's going to be more positive. I say this all the time. Because I know that a lot of people, particularly if if we're seeking support, we're seeking support for a reason. There's there's few people who seek support for the sake of it. Most of us, you know, Google things and find podcasts or we find websites or we find people because we're having a tough time. So we Google, you know, parenting support, cycle breaking support or whatever it is. And um, I mean, some people just, just, you know, they're interested and that's great. But I, I do want to say that if if you're in a not good place already, that you have a right to change it. And if you can't change it for your love of yourself, if you're feeling low in your self esteem right now, and to speak kindly to yourself feels icky, it feels a bit scary, it feels a bit disturbing, because it's new and strange, and you, you don't feel like it. I want to tell you that's okay. I also want to tell you that if you can't do it for yourself, do it for your children. If that motivation supports you in, you know, getting to a point where, like I said, this event has happened and then you realize you've started berating yourself, beating yourself up, and you can say, okay, stop. I'm on a path. I can tell that I'm not being very kind to myself. This is absolutely not how I would speak to a friend what is the best choice for my children in this scenario? Carrying on in the spiral of shame or trying to raise the vibe a little bit and just just for the sake of it, trying out that thing Laura said the other day and talking to myself as if I was my best friend. So if you can't do it for yourself, do it for your children and it will come because this practice, radical compassion, will help you feel better about yourself until the point where you can do it for yourself. This leads me on perfectly. Oh, it's as if it was planned to the simple truth. Point three, you're a human being. You deserve to feel good. You deserve kindness and you deserve love. Parenting aside, relationships aside, history aside, how you grew up aside, it doesn't matter. You are a human being. You deserve happiness can't stress that enough for us to be the parents that we want to be we need to be well we need to to have a general sense of wellness and contentedness and no we are not going to be all singing and dancing and happy you know full of joy all the time but we can find contentment we can feel okay about ourselves and you deserve to feel okay you deserve to take steps that make you feel good just because you are I really want you to know that and I also really want you to know that I'm in your corner Uh, that is it for today I would be really really excited if you wanted to reach out and send me an email or join the Facebook group or or whatever and and tell me how this landed and keep being kind to yourself because it it's the best thing for everybody and because you deserve it Bye. if you've enjoyed this episode, please do make sure that you subscribe so that you get future episodes delivered to you. And I would love it if you were able to leave a review because these things really do matter. If you'd like to know more, I am going to extend a really warm invite to you to join us over on Facebook in the Cycle Breaker Parents Unite group the links are all in the show notes and you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook.